And welcome to Technology Tap. This is Professor J-Rod. On this episode, we're going to talk about cables, the three different cables that are on E+, in conjunction with the different connectors that are on the test. We're also going to talk about some troubleshooting issues that apply to cables. Let's get to it. All right, there are three cables that we use. Uh, there are three cables that we use in the A plus exam. There's three cables that we talk about. The first one that we talk about is coaxial cable. Coaxial cable or just regular coax is a round copper cable often used for cable and satellite television connection. Its thick outer jacket makes it ideal for outdoor use. RJ6 is the most common type of coax cable. Now, there are two kind of connectors for coax cable that they talk about on the exam. One of them you should be familiar with, which is the F twisting hand screws, which is the one found on your cables. Uh, boxes on your routers at home, right? There's the ones that you just twist with a little pin in the middle. That's the F twisting hand screw connector. The other connector you may not be familiar with is called BNC, a secure locking connector. These connectors used to be used back in the day uh, when networking first came out to connect these older NIC cars. Nowadays, they actually use these connectors for like big uh, television studios for audio uh, connections because they lock in place. So you can kind of like move the camera around and they won't disconnect. So they're, they're used for that. I had a student once told me that he redesigns uh, TV stations and they use BNC cables. So what's the advantage of using coax cable. Well, the advantage is it has shielding against EMI, which is electromagnetic interference, a longer distance than twisted pair, and it's more affordable than fiber. What's the disadvantage of coax cable? Well, they're more expensive than twisted pair, and the solid copper core can snap if you bend it too much. It has a limit in how much you can bend. And if you bend it too much, it will actually break. The next cable we're going to talk about is called Twisted Pair. Twisted Pair is one cable with four wire pairs or eight wires inside. Twisted Pair, and you guys know it more as RJ45 cable. Most people know it as RJ45 cable. There are two different types of Twisted Pair. There's Shielded Twisted Pair 
which has protection against EMI. And if you you'll notice it, it has uh, it looks like a little bit of aluminum foil that covers it, and you have unshielded twisted pair, which has no protection from EMI. And of course, shielded twisted pair is more expensive. There are two connectors for twisted pair. One of them is an RJ11 four-pin connector, which are used for your telephone. And then there's the RJ45, which is everyone's familiar with, eight-pin connector used in networking. So what are the, the advantages and disadvantages of twisted pair? Well, the advantage for twisted pair is more affordable than coax or fiber, and it's easier to install and manage. What's the disadvantage? What's well, limited to 100 meters, which comes to about 330 feet. Uh, the next thing we're going to talk about is fiber optics. Fiber optics is used to transmit data using light over flexible glass or plastic. It can do this at very high speeds for very long distance and is not susceptible to interference. What is the advantages of fiber optics with the fastest connection up to 255 terabytes per second? Transition, transmission distance is 100 megabytes per second for distance up to 2 kilometers, 1 gigabit up to 1,000 meters, 10 gigabits up to 550 meters, and it's not susceptible to EMI at all. What's the disadvantage? Well, it's a lot more expensive when compared to unshielded twisted pair or coax, and it's difficult to install because remember it's made of glass or plastic so you can't really bend it as much this is why we don't have fiber in our homes uh, when you know we use a service like Verizon Verizon files we, you know it it's great but it, when it reaches our house it's coax cable we can't have fiber in the house because it's gonna break uh, you have different connectors. You have four connectors that you have to know for the exam. You have your ST connector, which is your round connector. Your SC connector, which is your square connector. You have your LC, which is your small form factor connector. And you have your LC duplex, which is dual small form factor connector. Now, on the exam, uh, they ha they may want you to say, choose between plenum versus PVC. Wh whatever you choose, PVC or plenum, depends on where you're going to run the cable. PVC cable features an outer polyvinyl chloron, chloride jacket that gives off toxic fumes when it burns. It's commonly used for horizontal runs from the wiring center. So... Plenum rated cable is used between floors and walls in a building. It has special flame retardant coating. A plenum is a space within the building created by building components designed for management of environmental air, usually in the CompTIA A plus exam. When they're talking about plenum, they usually want you to, the question usually is, where do you install plenum? Usually in a warehouse. Is 
is the right answer when they're talking about plenum. Only because it kind of burns slowly. So the theory behind that is you able to get everybody out of the warehouse before the cable, you know, engulfs, engulfs the whole warehouse. So when they're talking about plenum on the A plus exam, always look for warehouse or big building. That's probably going to be your answer. What kind of potential troubleshooting that we may run into as far as cabling is concerned? And this is really dealing with uh, twisted pair because that's what we won't normally have in our offices. Well, first thing you want to do if you don't have any internet connection and you've pinged and you've done, you know, IP config release and renew, you want to check the link lights on your NIC card. Every NIC card has two lights. A link light that lets you know the cable is connected at both ends and a collision light that lets you see if there is activity on the cable. You should get both lights working. If if there's an issue with your NIC card, you probably, you know, if you have no lights, you probably have an issue with your either your, your connection or the NIC card. So you can check the NIC. Fastest way to test the NIC card is to ping your loopback address. And if that doesn't respond, the NIC needs to be replaced. Now, our loopback address that we use, and everybody can do this, is, you know, you go on a command prompt and you type ping space 127.0.0.1. Ping 127.0.0.1. In order, and that should bring back a response. If you get a response from that, that means your NIC card is working. It's in good working order. Or you can use a loopback plug, which can be used to test the NIC. You plug it into the NIC. It kind of looks like a, a RJ45 connector uh, and see if the lights blink. If you don't get any activities on the lights, you need to replace the NIC. The other thing you can do if your NIC card is working and you can do a loopback ping and everything uh, turns okay, but you still don't have any connection to the internet, you may want to check the cable. Now you can use one or two things. You can use a cable tester to actually check your ethernet cable, see if your ethernet cable is working, or you may have like maybe a wiring issue on the network jack that's connecting to the panel, and you can use a toner probe to trace the cable and see how it is on the other end. See if the other end, everything is working, everything is connected, and that way you can solve your problem one of those two ways.